welcome to Life and Business in Flow. I'm your host and the mentor to creatives, Kate Adamo. I created this podcast to share about the challenges in my life that led me to running a proactive and sustainable business on my terms. I've always been guided by my intuition and what feels right, and I've never done what they say you should do. I've always done it my way and with authenticity. We'll talk life, health, boundaries, business, brand, finances, worth, and everything in between. Because when we get clear on the foundations and value ourselves, we create not only a sustainable business, but a life that flows. And I want that for you. Thank you for being here. It means the world to me. Hello and welcome to episode three of Life and Business in Flow. And before we jump into today's episode, I just wanted to say a huge thank you to everyone who is following along, who has reached out, DM'd, subscribed, reviewed, rated, all of the things. I am so very grateful and honestly just a little bit blown away by how well it was received, especially the first episode when I shared just a little of my story. I could have gone into more detail, but I thought that's a good start for now. And um, for your being, I guess, a little blown away as to how I got Samantha Wills on the second episode and, and just how well that interview went. So thank you. That really meant the world to me knowing that that was the first interview I have ever done. So thank you so much. And can you believe that our podcast not only charted, but worked its way up to number seven in the business entrepreneurship category. And I think 43 in business overall in Australia, which blew my mind. And I did not expect to chart at all for maybe three to six months. So in launch week, that's pretty incredible. And that's all thanks to you guys. So I'm very, very grateful. So I've skirted around my health challenges a little over the last couple of years on Instagram and in my newsletter. And I've shared a lot, I guess, with some of my clients that have got to know me quite well over the years and and have opened up and shared their challenges. And it's something that I've jumped into and delved into further with them. But I wanted to share it now. And I've been waiting, uh, I guess, until I had more answers and I was ready. And someone told me a couple of years ago that you should only share the scars, not the scabs. And it didn't really sit with me because... you know, I figured I'm far from healed and it's probably going to be another 12 months or so, but why should I wait another 12 months to like, to be able to help more people and to be able to share my story. And if it just helps one person go and get some tests, if it helps one person to not feel as alone, and if it helps someone from going down a really challenging health path, well, then I think that this is absolutely worth it. And I think it's a story worth sharing because I feel like a number of women and maybe guys will resonate with this because I just hear the longer I've been doing this of the health challenges that are out there and how I guess they're not spoken about in a lot of depth. So let's do this. And I know that everyone's health journey is is really different and people see things differently and seek different support. I just wanted to share my story in the hope that it helps you to get curious about your own health. Um, I'm in no way, as you know, a medical professional, but I'm just sharing this after the long road that I've been on. And I know that there are a number of guys that listen to this podcast, not just women. And for that, I really thank you. Uh, yes, this episode may be uh, a lot of detail for you in, in, in some points, but stick with it. You don't know where this could be of, of benefit to a, a partner, a parent or a friend in the future. And maybe it will even encourage you to get things checked out that might have been niggling at you for a while. I know it's definitely inspired my husband who is fit and really healthy and has never really had any health challenges to go and seek a little bit more support. And he's now seeing um, my naturopath and even he's had a few little sort of surprises with his health that he's wrapped that he's gotten onto now. So let's start at the beginning. I've actually been unwell probably since I was a child. I had a lot of headaches and I don't think that's very common for children, like a lot of headaches, struggled a lot with fatigue, struggled with perfumes and chemicals. Like I couldn't stand going down the cleaning products aisle at Woolies or Coles and I, and I still struggle with that. 
Um, and we're not really sure how that happened. It may have been something that happened with chemicals or on the farm when I was little. We're not exactly sure what has created that, but it's something that has stayed with me. And so throughout high school, my health started to get a little bit worse. Like I think year 11 and 12, my fatigue was really bad. When I look back on my senior photos, my skin was quite yellow, terrible bags under my eyes. And I really just was struggling to get out of bed or to even make it to school. And then I think I was sort of, you know, okay, late teens, early twenties, fatigue was sort of there on and off. And, and I started to, I think at around the age of 20 have just a horrible stomach challenges. And, and I was quite a slim build and just had a stomach that didn't make sense on my body at all. It was constantly bloated, always in pain, feeling really uncomfortable. And just, you know, it just didn't, it was obvious and evident that there was something wrong with my body. And I think since I was young, at least my teens, mum and dad took me to a number of naturopaths, a number of health you know, professionals and doctors and, and all sorts of things. I'd seen so many people. And, and one of them from the age of 16 said that my liver wasn't in the best shape, um, but we didn't really get a lot of answers, to be honest. And throughout my 20s, I continued on that health journey with struggling with like weight fluctuations for no real reason, horrible bloating, um, severe candida, uh, glandular fever at the age of 22, where I couldn't get out of bed for a month. And this continued basically all throughout my 20s. I would gain weight, lose weight for no real reason and just continue to feel bloated and ridiculously uncomfortable in my clothes and, and really just struggling to find clothes to fit sometimes because they just wouldn't do up around my stomach. And I continued to seek support, moved to Melbourne. And uh, I think I was about 31 when I moved to Melbourne and it, it got worse. It continued to get worse. The fatigue went from, you know, just being really tired on a weekend to just every single day struggling to get out of bed. And some days even driving to work, just tears running down my face of, I don't physically know how I will actually make it through today. And, and I'm someone who's strong and resilient and not someone who would give up, but, and I didn't give up, but I, looking back, I really don't know how I made it. So I really want to share this with you in the hope that if you're feeling like this at all, that you persist with your journey, even though you might not be getting the answers that you hope for with the health professionals that you're seeing, because that's certainly been the case for me, struggling to find the right answers and support. And in my thirties, I started having a number of tests in Melbourne, seeing a number of doctors, starting to notice things were changing with my cycle and, and things just weren't right. And I knew with my mum's breast cancer journey that, you know, there'd been some challenges there. And I had a feeling that it, her cancer may have been caused by an estrogen dominance. And I was starting to see my body have some of the changes that she had in her forties and real, all the clear signs of, you know, I did a bit of Google doctoring as I think everyone does. And, and it seemed to me that I had estrogen dominance, but the road to actually getting that answer was incredibly hard. I went to see a male doctor that I'd been seeing in my area in Melbourne for a couple of years. And he just said, it's not worth the paper it's written on. I'm not going to test it. I was incredibly furious. And a number of times I'd seen him knowing things were wrong with my body and could not get the answers that I wanted. Uh, went to see a female doctor because I switched to her. And she did a test and said, everything looks fine. Everything looks normal because doctors and naturopaths can test differently. And I know everyone has different feelings about that. So I won't, I won't go too far into that. But to me, I just knew that there was nothing normal about my situation. Uh, I had to go and get a couple of iron infusions because the cycle had got that bad. And I was, you know, really fatigued and went to see one specialist and he tried to put me on can't exactly remember what it was now, but something that was basically a masking agent for my cycle and to sort of slow it down. And I just said, no, absolutely not, because this is a Band-Aid fix and this is not the answer. I then went on to see uh, another naturopath in Melbourne who helped me in a lot of ways. And she actually believed I had estrogen dominance as well. So that was half of the battle. 
But she actually tested and I don't know if these were my test results or not, but it came back that my estrogen was very low, which was very confusing to both of us. And we started going down the road of, of basically trying to reduce that. And I got incredibly unwell. I think it must've been early 2019. And I just was getting migraines, you know, just a couple of week each week because it just, it, it wasn't right. Something wasn't right with my body. COVID hit. I think I'd been working with her for a year or so. She helped me so much. Um, in July, 2019, a month before my first um, event, I was diagnosed with severe adrenal fatigue, which if any of you know anything about that, it's similar to a chronic fatigue. It's something I wouldn't wish on anyone. It's debilitating. You struggle to get out of bed. You struggle to function. Even on a Saturday when I would try and clean the house, I'd clean a little bit. I'd have to lie down for half an hour, clean a little bit more and lie down for half an hour in front of the TV. It literally took me all day to clean the house, which is why we had to end up um, hiring a cleaner and even trying to go grocery shopping. I'd be in the car trying to will myself for 10 minutes out of the car to actually physically walk in there. Hence why we started getting things delivered. So while I'm very grateful for her to helping me with that diagnosis, and I, and I plan to talk more about the fatigue, I'm really, I guess, to an extent frustrated because of some further test results I've had. So I think we might've actually been doing the wrong thing with the estrogen dominance. And to those of you who don't know much about estrogen dominance, it's, um, it creates a really heavy cycle weight gain, which I've struggled with over this last few years with my health and probably put on 10, 12 kilos very quickly migraines, um, mood, like there's so many different things you can research it. And it just, it hasn't been a fun journey. So knowing that um, things weren't right, when I moved from Melbourne back to my hometown in Toowoomba in Queensland um, in August last year, I decided to throw everything in the bin that I'd been taking, every single thing, sick of it, done, over it. And I'd been trying so many different things. You see so many hormone related things and gut related things online. And I just thought, you know, I'll keep trying them. One of these will work. One of these will be the answer. And what I've come to learn is none of these things are the answer. Everyone's body works incredibly differently. And sometimes what we think is causing the problem is nowhere near what's actually causing the problem in our body. So I sought out a naturopath here in Toowoomba in my hometown, Taylor, and I plan to interview her at some point in the future. And she has been a game changer for me. I knew that I had had gallbladder issues and twice over the last few years, I put myself through this uh, disgusting process of gallbladder cleansing and have passed probably 50 gallstones um, twice in the last three or four years. Just knowing that there was issues and pain in my body in that part. And I just thought it can't hurt to actually try this. So knowing that the gallbladder had issues, knowing that I'd had severe candida and knowing that I'd had gut and bloat issues and fatigue and just incredible pain after eating some meals, I decided that it was time to just give it one more try. I'd tried three times and and had gotten nowhere with the estrogen dominance. So I went to see Taylor, we did a stool test and we did a Dutch test, which went back to America. And can I tell you, it was an absolute game changer. When I walked in to see Taylor to get my test results, the first thing she said to me was, Kate, do you still have your gallbladder? Uh, yes, I do, Taylor. I said, incredibly shocked. Why? And she said, because your body is functioning like it doesn't have one. And when you saw we're on the marker on the chart, like you go from green to yellow to orange to red, mine was actually sitting on the white of the paper off beside the red. It was that unhappy. And the gallbladder hadn't been working at all to break down fats, which had been creating a lot of issues in my stomach, which had been creating a lot of issues with my hormones and how that's all broken down. So I don't know how to explain all of that properly because I'm not the expert and I've heard so many things over the years. So, but that's sort of the detail that I remember about that. So I was right. Like I'd listened to my body and I knew, I knew that there was severe issues uh, with, with the gallbladder. So now we're working through that and the bloat started to go down. Foods aren't affecting me as bad and I'm starting to feel better. 
Um, but I know if I have a lot of takeaway or if I'm, you know, working late or if I'm away staying at a girlfriend's, it, it kicks my butt. So I know I have to just stay away from the oily foods and be really, really, you know, protective of my body in that way. About four weeks later, we got the um, Dutch test back. And I think that that was in March. And Taylor just said to me, the results are incredible. And I was just thinking, okay, so maybe I don't have it and I'm okay. And, and that would be great. But also what the hell is it? Because I really want an answer. And Taylor basically started by saying, now I actually had to call a couple of my colleagues to just have a chat to them about this because I've never seen anything like this. My estrogen was more than double the safe allowance for a woman. I think from memory, it's about 35 to 70 is the range that women should sit with their estrogen. I'm at 167, which is incredibly dangerous and combined with some of the other challenges I have can lead down the cancer pathways to to breast cancer. If you're listening to this, I encourage you please listen to your body. Please do not give up and please keep seeking more answers. Do not take no for an answer. You know your body, you know how it feels and just keep going until you get to the answer that you know is is your own truth. And I am so grateful for Taylor and she has just been a game changer for me. My husband's now seeing her, my my dad and a number of my clients I've got her in touch with all around Australia because she's brilliant. And, and I just think for any of you who are struggling with this and think estrogen dominance may be a challenge for you to go and seek out a Dutch test, even with your naturopath, because I found that it is, it's something that's going to change my life. And if I hadn't kept pursuing this, I could have had breast cancer in the next three to five years. I'm absolutely heading down that pathway. And so I'm so incredibly grateful to Taylor and I guess to myself for just not giving up and knowing that this isn't right and and I deserve an answer and I don't deserve to feel unwell for the rest of my life because I'm just not available for that. I've been putting up with this for so many years and I know that technology's changed, testing's changed, the way we think about things has changed, but I'm glad that I didn't give up and I don't want you to give up because I'd been told by doctors, um, the male doctor that I was seeing a couple of years ago, it's probably just IBS or anxiety. And as far as I'm concerned, IBS is a bit of a lazy diagnosis for, it could be just about anything, but we're really not going to go much further with this. And the same, the female doctor actually told me the same thing. They didn't really want to go any further into it. Both labeled it as IBS and just moved on. And if I had have just accepted that as a diagnosis and have been, you know, searching and Googling for things with IBS, I would not have gotten any better. Absolutely would not have happened. In fact, I'm actually gotten a lot worse because of that male doctor a few years ago. I was seeing a naturopath because I was diagnosed with Heliobacter or H. pylori, a really bad gut bacteria, and I've had a few of those. I was almost going to go the natural way. And because I'd had so many challenges for so long, I went, you know what, let's just go the doctor's route and just get this sorted. And it was the worst thing I could have done. Not only did he not tell me there'd be a single side effect, but he basically had me in bed for an entire month. I could hardly move. I could hardly get out of bed. And I know that this will sound overly dramatic and probably ridiculous to some people, but I almost said, I said to my husband one day, I don't know if this is what dying feels like, but, but I, it must be close to this because I was just so sick. My body was already at such a weak point And this antibiotics was just about the end of me because I don't take antibiotics. It's been a very long time. I've never been on the pill. I just don't like to put those things into my body because I just know that it doesn't handle chemicals. And from that day, it was a couple of months after our wedding in 2018, my weight just piled from that day. And I believe that all of the imbalances and all the things that were already struggling in my body were, were fueled by those antibiotics, which I incredibly regret taking, but can't go back and change that now. 
So over the past 10 to 15 years, I've probably spent, um, I'm not kidding, but maybe 40,000, probably more on my health. And the naturopath I was seeing in Melbourne for that 18 months, probably eight to 10 grand. Like it was not unusual for us to spend 500 to $1,000 a month on my health, trying to seek answers with supplements, special meals, tests, every test that you could imagine I have tried. And it wasn't until I found this naturopath in my hometown, which I'm so grateful that I, that I moved back for, I might not have had this opportunity that I actually got the answers that I was seeking. And after, you know, watching mum go through what she's gone through with her breast cancer, there's no way that I want to go down this road. And there's no way that I want any of you to go down this road. And if there's anything that I can do that can help you to change this or to normalize the conversation, to open and start the conversation, to get you thinking, to get you curious about actually going to get tests, well, I'm here and I plan to talk more about this on social media. Please DM me, email me. Like I would love to support you because I think that this is not spoken about enough. And this is honestly, you know, quite a brief, you know, version of my story, but I want you to feel that you're not alone. If you two are struggling with fatigue and struggling with your cycle and struggling with migraines and struggling with your gut, know that you're not alone. So many women are going through this and this can be changed. And I know just how alienated it can make you feel. I remember just feeling, you know, so low. I think it was 2018 or maybe early 2019, trying to go out socially when, you know, I'd gained this weight really quickly. My body was hurting, just trying to strap it into jeans. It felt like I couldn't stay out as late. I didn't want to drink as much because I just couldn't destroy my body. It just, it just took too long to bounce back. And my business was too important to me to be, you know, hung over and struggling for days. And I was judged. I was judged so much, especially by some of my husband's friends that I no longer have time for because they did not understand me and what I was going through. And and the comments were really disgusting around, you know, just why can you never stay out? Why do you always want to take him home early? Why don't you just go see a doctor? What's wrong with you? Like, seriously, it can't be that bad. Like the amount of disgusting things that I heard. And then I started to actually, I'd always, I never had anxiety. I was maybe a little bit of an anxious person at, at times, but I started to get a social anxiety to actually go out because I didn't want to be made to feel like that. And I also, I also just didn't want to, I knew how exhausted I was going to be. So I didn't actually want to go out because I knew that it would just be so, so bad um, in the coming days that I just would struggle to, you know, to be able to do anything, which is why I, I guess, created the business that I created from the beginning and became very fierce with my time. And, And I want to share more about this in upcoming episodes, how I've been able to create a sustainable business that has thrived and gone so well, considering my health challenges. And I think that some of you that have listened to my first episode and the challenges I've been through and just how, you know, um, persistent I've been in my career, I think you'll probably be, you know, potentially looking at this with a different lens now, knowing what I've been going through in the background of that. And I just want you to know that, you know, you too can have changes in your health. You too can run an incredible sustainable business, but it starts with the boundaries that you create in your life and without boundaries and without being really fierce and protective over my time and my calendar, there's no way I would have been able to make this work. So. Yeah, I just, I really just felt it was time to share this with you. I hope I haven't missed any parts. You know, I'm sure I'll do another episode on this in time, but I guess now you see why I take such a holistic approach to mentoring and why it's so important to me that I'm so open with my clients because I want to support you in so many ways. Uh, I don't want you to go through what I went through and I want to protect you from that. And, you know, like I'm protecting myself from hopefully avoiding this cancer journey by, you know, finding the answers now and spending these next 12 months getting better. I would love to hear that, you know, I've been able to help someone else from that. That would mean the world to me and to my mom that we've been able to do that through her journey and now through mine. And my mentoring is just so much more than about business. It's just wanting you to be the best version of yourself, to be the best 
parent and partner and friend and business owner because you truly deserve it. And, you know, life can be really tough. And I just want to see that you are thriving, that you're well, that your business is running really well and that you are creating a sustainable life and business. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I would love to hear from any of you if you have any feedback, if there's anything else you would like to know about my story. It has been a challenge, but I am in the throes of getting better. I'm already feeling better this last couple of months and, um, and I'm already considerably better than I was a year or so ago. And in 12 months time, I'm going to be even better. And who knows, I might even get to start thinking about children before I, uh, before I get to 40. So thank you for listening. And I can't wait to share more with you soon. Thank you so much for listening. I would love to hear your biggest takeaways from today's episode. Please DM me on Instagram at life and business in flow or leave a review. If you could go one step further and subscribe or share today's podcast on your socials, I'd be very grateful. Until next time, take care and thank you.